Well, guys, the Defenders. We made it through <laughs> Binge-a-thon. Oh, my God. We're going to break down the last two episodes. <sighs> so much to talk about. We're going to talk about the, the, the 18 endings that got in, everything that went down in the pit. Dragon Bones! There's so much to talk about on the final Defenders Season 1 After Buzz TV After Show. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey guys, welcome back to After Buzz TV's De- <laughs> Defenders <laughs> After Show. Oh my god. Uh, we have a lot to break down for you tonight. As I said, we're going to get into every bit of these two episodes that closed out the eight episodes. It felt like a short run. We're going to finish it out today. Uh, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Uh, where am I looking? Uh, you're good. Uh, you, you can find me on social media, that Zach Wilson. Uh, if you're listening to this, I am in uh, the I dragged my Daredevil season one cosplay out of the closet, uh, and no, I cannot see anything. <laughs> no, oh, nothing. Guys. Nope. Got to stay true I'm to character. I'm doing stuff in front of his face. I can't tell. <laughs> that's really frightening. It is. Uh, but let me introduce my fantastic panel. That's all back. Amy Cassandra is here. Hi. Hi, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Oh, Pulling my sticks me. down. <laughs> well, you would not be a defender. <laughs> you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at AmyCassandra underscore TV. I'm still dressed as Electra slash Black Sky, but I decided to open up. So we're going to have to fight is what Pretty what much. Saying. Yes. That's, that's the sound effects that I'm giving us. But we're going to fight because I like you. Because okay. I want you to be okay. Okay, thank you. Don't be evil. Well, can't make any promises. Candace Cruz is here. <laughs> I was just waiting for that to finish. It was great. I was going to let it keep going. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. My name is Candace Cruz, and you can find me on all of my social media at Candace R. Cruz. Hey, guys. Nate Miller again. You can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's the that's the end. Cool. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's get started breaking all this stuff down. That was uh, what did you just I just. First reactions, first thoughts. What did you guys think of the finale to The Defenders? <laughs> so much happening. Like, yeah. I never thought it was just kept going yeah. and going. I was like, oh, it's over. Oh, no, it's not over. Oh, it's over. Oh, it's not over. Um, but I, I loved the last the last shot was great. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Are we talking about the fight sequence or are we just talking the end of the whole thing? I just want thing? the whole two episodes. Like, just overall, what did you guys like the way that the that the show wrapped up? Um, are you satisfied? Are you not satisfied? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think there were a lot of holes missing here and there, but I, overall, I was very pleased with it. There were certain, like, lines that I was like, oh, that didn't hit, or oh, there was yeah. a couple of punches that I was like, eh, that doesn't seem really realistic, but... All in all, I still was very pleased with the ending. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you mentioned it in the open, but there were a little bit too... There were too many endings. So sometimes mm. it's it's nicer to just <laughs> give us a little bit, leave us wanting more. But it was just a little bit too much. Um, but it was nice to see everyone working together. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everyone. Colleen was involved. Misty was involved. Um, Claire. So that was great to see. And... 
Yeah, I mean the last the last shot was fantastic because yeah. it gave us hope for the future. Um, what about you, Nate? What did you think? Um, it was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, I th- I think the action sequences in the last two episodes, especially, were a lot better mm-hmm. than what we've seen for the rest of the series. But there were also a few scenes that I think were really overly edited and lost a lot of the momentum in the fight scenes. Uh, but there was definitely a change, which was the most exciting part in like the second half of the last episode when you see them kind of really start fighting together mm. like you know the defenders mm-hmm. and that from that was like the most that made everything worth it in my opinion it was just really satisfying <laughs> to watch them work together yeah it it was a lot of fun um i i thought that these episodes were a fitting finale to what we built over the first 6 um it it all connected i think the reveals of like what's in the hole uh i was close I was kind of close. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. Uh, sure. <laughs> we'll give it to you. Uh, there, we'll get into that later. But, like, I'll, I just, um, I think it got the characters to a good point by the end of it. Everyone is not, not by no means uh, did anyone, like, flatline exactly where they were when they started. And I think, we so we saw growth from all the characters over mm-hmm. the course of the season, at, le- at minimum in their relationship with other people. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the the action sequences were fun. Like, it was, and we got emotionality, we got the sense that they, they bonded, mm-hmm. which was really good. Um, I mean, the only thing I have to argue is, I think we did get, if maybe not full character arcs, at least like the beginnings of arcs, mm-hmm. it, with, with the exception of Danny, I really I feel like we got a little bit of like people telling him to grow up, and we I don't think we got much of a resolution of him being like, oh, okay, I need to grow up. Um, I'm hoping that maybe with like with the last shot, him taking over for the time being as the watcher of the city, he'll do some growing up in that time, and maybe the lessons he's learned, he'll start to reflect on them. Yeah, but I don't feel like it was resolved within the show, so I'm a little frustrated that he's still in my eyes, you know, kid Danny. Yeah, well, and also, I mean, Matt was, well, Daredevil at the time, told him, like, he whispered in his ear, you know, just protect my city. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that gave Danny the idea of, yeah, he told me. So maybe that will help him out. Right, that's what I'm thinking. Well, she was also meditating on at the end. He kind of even mentioned, like, his elders had told him to reflect on every every pain and every I can't remember the exact line, but any bad thing that happens to you, there is mm-hmm. a good lining of some sort. So I'm wondering if he's going to tap into that. But the thing about all the different endings, I feel like they almost tied up everything in a nice, neat little bow, but left it completely open-ended for every single character at the same time to lead out to whether or not that's going to be a second season of Defenders or whether that's just going to lead up to, like, every other individual's episode or, like, mm-hmm. seasons that are coming up. I don't know, but I was I kind mean, of, like... Yeah, they're definitely leading it, into seasons. It, yes. into in seasons, terms of, but yeah. still. Yeah, in terms of universe 
building and the need to like keep them all towards their separate episodes towards their separate shows mm -hmm. it worked for every single one of them because you have Luke Cage back in Harlem with Claire uh, to like clean up we had like uh, there's enough about like Shades and Mariah like just a little bit in the background of some episodes to be mm -hmm. like oh yeah they'll be back so they'll be able to pick up where Luke Cage left off um, Jessica Jones, like, uh, she's, she's more or less like physically where she was, but she's more, but she's willing to take cases now. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see her jump back in and we'll see what that means for her. Uh, for Danny Rand and for Iron Fist season two, you know, Iron Fist is getting a new showrunner, uh, for season two, which I think is a good, it'll be a good change. We'll get something completely different than we got in season one. Mm -hmm. And he's taking on a role. And this is something that's sort of similar to what he what happens with Iron Fist in the books where we're leaving him because there is this short time where Iron Fist actually takes over as Daredevil. Uh, now, I don't think we're going to see uh, Danny Rand running around in Matt's costume by any means, but he's sort of in spirit taking on that like plot line. Mm -hmm. I do, since you said costume, I do want to touch really quickly. I know this is me being the comic book nerd purist but i was really hoping for some costumes for the rest of the team that it would come together or at least like some more costumey looks like you know at least like you really looking like a yellow tank just the tank you know like we saw him in earlier mm -hmm. or you really wanted that jewel costume didn't I, you i i did or at least something <laughs> that we so when we get the shot of that because i mean that joke that that you get when they're when you get Luke and Jess and they're talking about going in and then the camera pulls out and you see Matt like finishing putting his gloves yes. on like Ugh. it's funny and it's I'm, I love that we got that but come on it's a super team it's a team up they're heroes but this is their first time I know I know and it's and only it, been it, over it, progress yeah. of a week and it, you know it yeah but it's also like you know, you know, I, I wouldn't want it, I wouldn't want it to be forced to yeah. so it's also like the characters that we've built here like Jess uh, like first of all Jewel is just a, a weird joke and they did at least show us that costume in Jessica right. Jones season one but like that's who Jessica Jones is and Luke Cage like he doesn't hide he doesn't need a costume because he doesn't mm -hmm. and they and uh as far as like Iron Fist goes, I think we might see that come out in season two. We got that little glimpse on like film of the Iron Fist like traditional outfit, but I would love to see his his costume. Yeah, yeah. I think at Definitely least at least it'll be like a martial arts tracksuit that's got the colors yeah. and a dragon on it for sure. And yeah. that's even that is enough. Yeah, but, but let's let's go back to uh, to episode uh, seven because um, mm -hmm. we, we don't want to skip over all of the the fun that was in that one. Um, what did you guys think about opening with uh, this, like, sort of flashback uh, stuff that we did with Electra? Well, we're all we're at loss for words thinking of what everything happened. I thought yeah. it was good. I mean, it's yeah. especially with the way that everything resolved, mm -hmm. it it kind of. I mean, it was definitely foreshadowing that she is herself, and that she's always kind of battled with. You know, because she's so good at killing and she is this machine, like, what is she to be? And so with Stick mm -hmm. and the chase, she was being that weapon, but for good, you know? And now yeah. with Stick gone and the chase gone, it kind of makes sense. It almost is surprising. Her. She was advocating for nonviolence. But she, but, but it was her trying to be what she's not. 
Mm-hmm. Right. And that's that was the whole thing with her relationship with Matt. It was both of them trying to be what she was trying to not be Electra, the assassin mm-hmm. killer. Yeah. And she he was trying not to be the devil of Hell's Kitchen. Yeah. But you you have to be what you are. And so that's I mean, not to skip ahead, but that's that to me, that's what the ending with the them was with about, them, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, I, you know, I'm happy to, we got more stick at least, you know, yeah. it was nice to see him. They listened to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah right. <laughs> yeah. In that short amount of time. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah. they did. They went they, back and they decided to put they, him yeah. in there real quick. <laughs> You're right. Especially as a bookend though, it, it is nice to see between these two episodes to see her like trying, trying mm-hmm. to be better and ultimately failing. And that's what leads to her and Matt having this standoff that like, even though they might care about each other a lot they are going to just be fight like that's they're just not the same they're not the same person and they will always have that difference keeping them apart right um but let's let's start with uh, where we actually picked up in in episode 7 because uh we wake up with our 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 three heroes in police custody uh, like where did I? Co- where, I feel like Jessica is the only one that's really used to waking up the a place where she of, doesn't remember how she got there. The shot of them where they're all knocked out though mm-hmm. was one of my favorite shots. I mm-hmm. thought it was just so beautifully done, and it still like brought us back to how they did it with uh between episodes four and five, where you pick up where you left off. I felt like they did a great job with that too. Mm-hmm. Is that they're so fluidly going between each episode and then getting that last like remaining shot of everybody was really cool. Well it also shows you that well it made me worried about them as a team, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to face everyone, the hand. Um you know, to see them knocked down because you think of them as superheroes. Like, nothing can knock them down. They're invincible, but they're really not. Mm-hmm. And so it really put everything into perspective. Like, they are they have a lot at stake. They're trying to save New York. Right. So it was yeah. beautiful. Yeah. I did like the way that this, like, brought in the police, though, because that mm-hmm. feels very real. Like, yeah. the police, of course, they would have caught wind of this, like, mm-hmm. big criminal organization, and they would be, like, tracking it. Um, I'm glad we didn't, like, just try to ignore that and just focus on the Mm -hmm. defenders. Because it makes sense that, like, especially with Misty Knight involved, Misty Knight's a great detective. She's going to know that something's up. Mm -hmm. Like, she may be torn between her vigilante uh, leanings and her want to do the job. But, like, she is going to know that something's going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And so as, like, I like... I like that in these scenes... Like, did you guys have a favorite character interaction between all of these different people that were like floating around the police station especially in these across the two episodes because we got trish and karen foggy and matt but like like slick lawyer foggy and matt uh was touching uh we got misty and jessica like all these Mm -hmm. combinations happening well i did love karen and matt because she's she's upset at him for going into this again, mm-hmm. but that's when it clicks for him, and he says no because she says, uh, you know, this is you have two different lives, or you were just getting your life back together, Karen. This is my life. Bam, mic drop. Yeah. That was yes. I loved such it. a good moment, and it was but, so needed. Yeah, because he realizes, yep, this is his life. This is who he's supposed to be, and Karen also realized well. I guess I can't convince him to do otherwise. Right. And then Foggy getting his costume for him and giving it to oh. him. Yes. So Loved great. it. I mean, that yeah. was, I think that was Matt, like, really, that was, 
him making a choice. Like, we spent most of season two of Daredevil with him trying to make a choice between the two sides of himself. Yeah. And it was very much, like, clearly defined by who, which woman he's going to choose. Uh, because it changes what his life is going to be. And mm-hmm. it's in the end of Daredevil, we sort of thought that he picked Karen. Um, mm-hmm. Like, that he was going to lean that way. But this is him embracing that he loves being Daredevil, that it's a part of him, and basically saying, like, no, I pick Elektra, and I pick this life. Because we know he, ne- like, just throughout all of this, he never gave up on Elektra. Yeah. For better yeah. or worse. Yeah, of course. For better or worse. I'm not saying it was a good idea. I'm just mm-hmm. saying he didn't give up. Mm-hmm. I think it also just gave him permission to kind of, like, realize what he'd already realized for a really long time. Yeah. Yeah, but did you get? What about you? Uh, did you have a favorite uh, interaction oh, at the station? I loved. I think you already said it, Trish and Karen. I know that that's mm-hmm. not until episode eight, but I loved their interaction. I loved um, Colleen and Claire was great mm-hmm. together, and seeing that little duo. And I know that they've already like it was just like them talking. I feel like was such a great. Uh, partnership. They, they fought the uh, hand in China last year. No, of course, year. but like just to see them together, I really liked seeing them together. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Um, any that stand out in particular, or you just like the whole thing was cool. I mean that that moment where where they're where they're like t- when he gets the suit and they're and he's like giving him his, his legal advice, and we realize like we watched it together, and I said yeah. I'm like he's gonna they're gonna bust out the wall, and like <laughs> yeah. and it's like it's like such a Luke Cage thing <laughs> to like all right we're trapped in here, what are we gonna do? Well, we could just bust through the wall. I mean, so, especially with Jessica too, like right. either one of them could just. Yeah walk right out so. yeah I, I it was off screen so in my so i'm i'm deciding in in my head canon they both like simultaneously just like reared back a punch just, yeah and punched the wall together <laughs> yeah i loved their interaction again and i know i don't want to jump ahead too too much but i loved jessica and luke's interaction sorry again. i keep bumping the mic i can't see guys <laughs> i'm surprised uh, you kept right. it on this long i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna lift it up there we go oh the light uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, seeing their little like one-liners together mm-hmm. again was fantastic. hey chat hey everybody <laughs> um, but yeah um, I really like because like I brought up the Trish and um, Karen moment mm-hmm. because for me that was mm-hmm. that's what the, they're sort of the characters that make up the heart like they, we we got a lot of that between like the four like Colleen, Claire, Karen, and Trish. Mm-hmm. Like they talked a lot about how these characters are the heart and the foundation of not just these shows, but like these characters' lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea like Jess is a good friend. Like Matt is a good friend. Like yeah. not in the traditional sense. Like not gonna help you move a couch. Although I now that I say that out loud, she could do it very easily. Very quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. Um but like when it counts, when it matters, mm-hmm. like both of them will do anything to protect the people that they care about, mm-hmm. and that's like that. That's there's something to be said for that, and that like all of these people are truly their friends. And I like this. That's what I love about this, these shows is that like even though we're getting like we're gonna blow up a building, go into the bottom of a pit, and there's dragons and things. Uh, we also have very human moments mm-hmm. between these characters. Well, and also, too, on that same plane, that's why, like, as annoying as, like, the cop drama part of it is and, like, the legality and all that mm-hmm. stuff, like, that's what makes it these ground-level heroes because yeah. 
I mean, this is a that you would have to deal with that. Like, you mm-hmm, can't yeah. just walk around and have these things happen around you and not deal with the consequences. Oh, so, so seeing them navigate around law enforcement and stuff, I thought it was cool. I mean, definitely the the, the chief is pretty uh, pretty oh annoying. Gosh. Not oh. very not with the program, <laughs> but. Missy, this it is makes, gonna make or break your career. If you think of yeah. it from the perspective of, you know, they don't they haven't seen everything we've seen, they don't know everything yeah. we know. They just see the dead bodies and the stacks of explosives and mm-hmm. lots of things that look bad. So it's just it, it's just it another it thing. Reality. Yeah, it's just grounds it in it. And this is also what separates it too from, you know, like the Avengers, mm-hmm. you know, the upper echelon super duper heroes, you know, like they have to deal with these real world consequences, just like how they have family in the neighborhoods they protect. They're also held accountable for the things that happen. Mm-hmm. So. But I love that Misty was able to step in and say, okay, well, how long do you need me to keep yes. the police away? Um, and then her arm, like it gets chopped off. And I'm trying to remember, this is in the comics, right? So she. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Nate and I were going like nuts in the background while we we're watching when her arm gets cut off. Mm-hmm. Like, here's the, th- here's the only thing. <laughs> I, didn't, I, don't did think, I, sh- I didn't show you the picture. I don't no. think I've ever been so happy to see somebody, to see a character I like get their arm co- cut off on a TV show. Yes. <laughs> but here's, okay. So here's here, my facial expressions. I'm like, eh. Yeah. Yep. So the reason is uh, Misty Knight in the comics is missing an arm, and she has a she loses her arm, and she gets a cybernetic arm put in its place. Uh, I think it's even like gold at one point. Um, but it's yeah. a, it's a big part of her character, and it's a really cool thing. And they teased it in Luke Cage because she got like a huge vein cut on her arm. We're like, oh my god, mm-hmm. they're gonna have That's to amputate crazy. that. This is how she loses it, and then it got better, and she was fine. And it's like, oh, so maybe they're not going to go that direction with it. They're just going to, like, tease us with that. And then they, then Bakudo just comes in and chops her arm off. And it was a clean cut. Yeah, well, he's got those ridiculously sharp swords. Of course. Yeah, I think Nate has a picture yes. of it. Um, yeah, So, and here's the thing. Like, when she goes to a hospital, uh, to the hospital at the end, one of the things that uh, you hear Claire talk about is... Um, uh, the fact that it's Danny, like Danny's hot. It's Danny who owns the hospital, and they're doing some cutting edge. Oh yeah, Colleen. Uh, said. Colleen, uh, I was Colleen. Say, yeah. Sorry, uh, I don't think it's that hospital. I think she was just saying that she has connections to a place that. Yes. Yeah, whatever it is, like she's going to a co- like a, a hospital that has like next level Rand technology. Corp. Rand Corp. Whether they're <laughs> like going to license it out from Stark Tech, like like in the books where that's mm. where she gets her arm from. Um, this is she's gonna she's gonna have a cybernetic arm, you guys. She's gonna have a cybernetic arm next time we see her, or soon, and it's gonna be awesome. Um, another little Easter egg that uh, somebody caught uh, in that scene. If you look at the board, um, her medical board that's in I the background, staring at that, I could not find anything. Continue. Um, well, there is a little hidden thing because uh, it says that her nurse uh, or attending or whatever is L. Carter. And L. Carter is one of the original uh, Linda Carter, yeah. not not Wonder Woman, 
Linda Carter is one of is the original night nurse, which is basically the role that Claire has taken yeah. on. Uh-huh. Um, because there were many characters that took on the role of night nurse, mm-hmm. but Claire is our version of that character. Linda Carter is mm-hmm. the original, so it's a nice little just like nod towards to the it. comic mm-hmm. books. And Rachel McAdams is night nurse in Doctor Strange. Uh, yeah, she's another yeah. one of yeah. the night nurses. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a cool. That all connects. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love when they do that for us, just us, the viewers. <laughs> <laughs> it gives us fun stuff to talk yeah. about. Um, I mean, there's a ton of comic book connections in these episodes. Uh, we can go. We can go over some of them. Uh, uh, why don't we uh, like? Because the big one, like Nate, you and I were talking about this. I don't know if you want to take this one, but Daredevil in uh, the hint because he. Do we want to talk about anything else before we do that? Because oh, we I got feel like that's, yeah. That you're right. That's prediction. Yeah, that's kind that's of. Heavy I mean, because I mean, if we're gonna be honest, if we're talking about the whole thing, this was like Daredevil and Friends. It mm-hmm. was really like mm-hmm. Daredevil season two point five. Mm-hmm. He really got the most character growth. I think yeah. he got the most screen yes. time and lines and the most important plot points. Mm-hmm. Not that that's a bad thing. He's definitely, I think, the strongest one for them to build on at this point, especially given the subject matter of the team up but yeah. uh yeah his uh the conclusion of his storyline at the end i think is a big is you know all all that we're going to talk about is predictions yeah i yeah. mean daredevil is to the netflix universe as like what iron man is to mm-hmm. the yes. uh the cinematic, cinematic universe yeah. he started it and it has had he's at the most seasons by the time we get a team up yes. yeah. and his story is really what's connecting everything and driving everything. Just the way that like Iron Man really drove uh, the Avengers together and then right. drove Age of Ultron and even Civil War, which wasn't even his movie, mm-hmm. but he got like a 50% stake in it. Yeah. Um, I'm being corrected in the chat. I need to like qualify. I, her arm is not made of gold. I meant it was colored gold, it does, but it it's is made of vib- vibranium. Right. Uh, which somehow I don't think they're going to do in the series. Uh, I don't think so either. Especially, I mean, maybe if it if they do somehow go with the Stark tech, I really want them to because I like the little callouts to the movies, yeah. and I think that'd be a perfect one. But I mean, they already said that Rand tech is going to do it, and well, I doubt if... Rand is going to be able to get their hands on Vibranium, especially with Black Panther just about to come out, and they're going to establish how Vibranium is not easy to come super by. rare yeah, yeah that's the so. thing it's like you can make it out of whatever but like making it specifically vibranium it costs like wait how much vibranium is out in the world right. like who are they it's possible I but think, it's just, just yeah. a very finite amount it would be very expensive it just doesn't seem like i mean you think about it this way cap shield is made out of vibranium you know the caliber of a hero that cap is misty's great She's not there yet, you know, the value. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's there. Look, she could get a, a carbon fiber arm, and that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, as long as it does cool tricks and, you know, has things as as pop out of it and stuff. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, an arm is fine. And, yeah. and a grappling yeah. hook. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know all the bells and whistles. Yeah. You know, full, uh, Inspector Gadget. <laughs> oh, yes. gadget, I mean Knight. that's the thing. She has that kind of like stuff built into her. And yeah. I think they could go with Stark Tech and Rand. They could be like, we license some stuff from Stark Tech to get you your and I whatever. Think I really like how they did that scene with Bakudo and how all that stuff played out because I really could feel a Daughters of the Dragon now. I really feel like 
Misty could kind of take Colleen under her wing. You know, it, whereas I feel like Daughters of Dragon, they're more of like equals in the books. I think the mentor mentee role kind of works, especially because just like Danny, they play Colleen like she's so young and immature. Um, especially now that she's killed her former master and is really free, she's probably looking for another master. There's a lot of samurai undertones with Colleen's character, and especially with Bakudo. I mean, yeah. even his whole fighting style is very well. The whole like joining a clan and that being a big part of your right. life, and like leaving the clan is a big deal, right? Um, in, in like samurai uh, tradition, correct? But um. I, yeah, I, I think you're. I think that's a good call. Like Misty Knight and Colin, like they. I wasn't expecting those characters to like get towards that dynamic mm-hmm. this way, but right, it either. feels right. Yeah. It, like it felt even more right than I I would have expected at the beginning. Well, especially. Of this. I mean, mm-hmm. she basically saved her life. You know? Yeah, they yeah. both they came yeah. together and survived this traumatic experience together. And I also think part of the reason why that cop drama stuff was necessary is I think. Misty's going to kind of be over it and be like, you know, I'm tired of having my hands tied. She'll do the PI thing to where mm-hmm. she can still practice law and do stuff mm-hmm. of that nature, but isn't tied behind being, you know, a police officer and things. Well, that after nature. that dick of a chief is like, <laughs> yeah, I would leave if I had a boss like that too. He's like, yeah. she's like, I'm going to get everybody down here. I'm going to call the bomb squad. Is like, you might not even have a job by the time they get here. I'm like, why are he you saying that, now? that in her face over and over? I was like, dude, just shut up. You're in the middle. There's a bomb. No idea. Like He's threatened. I mean, all, we would everyone. all be threatened by Misty. No, Knight. I know. Yeah. Yes, but like, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but yeah, he yeah. he needs to like let her do her thing. Um, although I I think that again, like I thought it was the way that they utilized the NYPD in this felt right. It felt mm-hmm. like it fit. Like this is how police should behave. Like they're not. Uh, like these people, like they literally yell, like these people don't tell us what to do. Because, like, that from their perspective, right. these yeah, vigilantes like, showed up and they're like, "All right, so here's the problem, and we're gonna go in there." And like, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I loved when they busted out and they're trying to make their way through <sighs> New York, and they're thinking of the fastest way to get to their destination possible. That subway. Yes. That was that shot was great. I was dying. Yes. But I love that Jessica has her card. She's like, let's just do this. My favorite Jessica moment was when she looks down, she looks at the homeless guy, he's sleeping. She realizes it's beer. She sneaks over, grabs it, waits for him to wake up. He doesn't wake up. She sits down, just pops it open and chills out. It's been a long long week. week. Yep. Yep. Her little isms. I mean, she didn't steal from a homeless dude, though. She could have, like, thrown him yeah. a couple bucks or something. That's... I don't think she had any. I was going to say, does she have a couple bucks? She's been busy. Maybe I'm she could have. Their wallets, their wallets none of them are left any the... cash well, between the Well, Luke That's Cage, they, they, like, they a... had all their stuff confiscated. Yeah, yeah so they yeah, couldn't get a taxi it. because of that. So she but she money. technically helped save his life. In a way, yeah. You're yes, right. one yeah. less beer. Yeah, I guess that's a fair yeah. trade. Well, that's beer for but like saving, saving, saving New York, yeah. that's that's of your city. <laughs> yeah, I was and thinking more like the, the yeah. immediate, but you know, yeah. you gotta think big, 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 big. Yep. It so was a welcome. long week. Ivan, asked, <laughs> Ivan in the chat asks, "Is Jess an alcoholic?" No, 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. She is. Yes, she is. I think, you I think so but after you deal with the shit that she puts up with, but you can't. That's not look. Self medicating is not going to help her. Look, just a, she's don't look doing at me her like job. that. She's this not is, this, like, to me. This is clear setup for the next season because her drinking throughout the miniseries has basically been the only consistent thing about her character. That and her sass. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me like they're building up towards her having a like her her alcohol issue becoming a serious thing. Yeah, and it was a yeah. big part of her first season too. Like I, yeah. I to yeah. be honest, I don't know that they'll address it in so. season 2. I feel no. like they've just been so. talking about it so much because like before it was like you have a drinking issue, but also this guy's in your head and he's controlling you. Oh my god, you got to deal with all this stuff. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay, hey, look, you killed him. Cool. Now you're just drinking and now you're just drinking and it's like, "Hey, I have this other thing that I didn't really deal with and I'm I'm just kind of getting by cuz everyone's like, "Oh, you've been through a lot." Have a few drinks, you know. That's that's maybe that's just me. I mean, second season. They're saying a lot. Right, yeah. Hold on, one at a time, Candace. They're setting up to do the second. When are they coming out with the second season of Jessica Jones? Next year. It's uh, it's the Punisher at the end of this year, yeah. and then Jessica Jones will be the next series early next year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. I, I, they almost keep treating it like it's cute, though, which is not necessarily a good thing. I know. Right. But that's why I don't like necessarily expect right, them to I address know. it, because they're sort of like, Haha, she's got a drinking problem. But that's why I think I think they're trying to make it... I think that's part of the commentary, is that you know you normalize it and that it's actually a problem. But we'll yeah. see. We'll see. Um, I will, it, it would be fascinating to see what happens when like Trish tries to like, like just... Because I mean, what do you do? You can't like have an intervention with her. Well, no, why you walk out? She can break the wall down. You can't lock her up. Yeah. Her other one more moment with Jessica though was when they were trying to escape with the elevator. I'm jumping away from the alcohol, but like, are we okay to jump to that portion yet? Are we waiting to talk about the big fight? Um, let's get to okay. let's get to the, the building and yes. the hole in the ground yes. and what's mm-hmm. in the hole. I've been shouting it since Daredevil season two and that ridiculous reveal. Um, and it wasn't Fin Fang Foom, but it wasn't far off either. <laughs> um, so you get down there and behind. <laughs> you look at me like I'm crazy. There were dragons down there. One. Yes. No, there were a couple. There were. There we were... only saw one, though. In the overhead, you could actually see. Oh, could you? My There's... eyesight's horrible, so I, I was wondering what it was. Yeah, I, just I just saw, saw one. one too. I thought Chet, I saw like. Pieces I think they of said others. that. Well, I read a review afterwards, and it seems like it was only one. Mm. From what I, I could be tell, wrong. But I'm willing know. to admit that I could be wrong on that. Either way, um, but the so like, fucking nerd, Danny. God damn it, Danny! Like stupidest. Right. Oh. You need the what fist to open the fist. door. How do we do it? Oh, I'll just make him punch me and have the wall behind me because he's dumb and he'll do that. He was just that dumb. Literally, I, I, just, I, I, I will that say like that easy. Hold on, uh, Nate. I'm just gonna say that's it. that's it. It was just easy. Yeah. Yeah, I will say like I was very frustrated with Danny at more so. Like I was like kind of like leaning more towards like his side. Like again, like I get mm-hmm. it. He needs to grow up, but like. We all got to grow up. Like, I spend my days talking about comic books and science fiction. <laughs> there like, is nothing we all wrong gotta, with that. Yeah. No. <laughs> we all got to grow up sometime. But, um, ah, dude, you th- like you did exactly what they wanted you to. We all knew what was happening. Um, but either way, he busts it down. And then the reveal is that the uh, substance that they keep referring to is actually bone marrow mm-hmm. of 
dragons. Mm-hmm. Dragons very similar to Shaolau. Um, and I think that's fascinating that like all of the mystical energy, the stuff that's given him uh, the the power of the Iron Fist is the same energy that is has allowed the hand to and the fingers of the hand to live all mm-hmm. these years. I think it's good. It like ties it all together. Well, it makes sense too. We've every time we hear about the dragons, they call them the immortal dragons and stuff. So I'm guessing you know whatever makes the dragons immortal is in there. In yeah, the well, the whole the way that the yeah. way that Shao Lao uh, lives because it's Shao Lao the Undying, and what happens is because obviously Danny killed Shao Lao when he mm-hmm. punched mm-hmm. his heart, mm-hmm. um, but Shao Lao uh, dies when the Iron Fist is created, and then slowly it uh, ma- like begins to like regenerate, and then it comes back when the Iron Fist dies, and then it must be a killed again by the next Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. And that's like sort of Shao Lao's uh, cycle. cycle. Cycle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I did pick at the, the one line where uh, Madame Gao's like, the, this is the only place on Earth where these dragons are anymore. Because she talks about how they used to be everywhere. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just picking on that one word on the on Earth <laughs> part because Fin Fang Foom is not from this Earth. He's from another Earth. And he's a green dragon. She said they were green specifically. So I'm just saying, maybe we were right. You're holding on really tight to that. Hell yeah. yeah. It's it's still possible. Yes. <laughs> I'll never let he this theory go. He could still be go. out there. Oh, man. Um, I mean, he's out there. It's just a question of, like, do, one, do they have the rights? Two, do they want to actually do a dragon story? Right. Uh, when they can't even afford to show us Shao Lao in an Iron Fist show. <laughs> Uh, um, but what? But the fight at the bottom of the hole was epic. So mm-hmm. okay, wait, because we didn't see it start, right? When we cut back to that, they were already fighting. That was my only complaint because I would have liked to have seen who exactly threw the first punch. You look wait, at me when? confused. What wait, fight? What? The fight when they're all fighting. When they come down from the elevator. Um, and Jessica walks out the elevator by herself. And then... No, not that one. Oh, that's the one we're talking about. Yeah. That's which fight are yeah. which fight are you talking about? Well, the one before. You mean between Electra and Iron Fist? No. <laughs> which one? Well, well, now I don't know because you confused me because they started. Okay. Um, Bakudo and Daredevil are fighting, and they're the only ones with the weapons. Oh, oh you mean? Oh, you're talking oh, about in the upstairs. parking garage. Upstairs. When they're when it's the three on three. Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. I was like, wait. Yes, because then we cut to something else and then we cut back and they've already started fighting. But I would have liked to have seen where who started what exactly. Because the start of a fight is important just as I feel like we saw the start of the fight. Gao like force throws the cinder blocks at uh Jessica. I and remember then that, but that was later. Dared to, and then they yeah, start running the start. at each other. Yeah. That wasn't they... the start. Uh, I, 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 uh, well, I wrote it down because I re- I remember just either way. It was a cool. It was I like the yes. back and forth between I the, do, the but fight. They, they could be good. I mean, that wasn't the 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 <laughs> fight, so maybe um, that's why. Right. But either way, I like how they did that escape though too. That was very hand like the. Them to just disappear. Yeah, for him to call yeah. for the spark to light the gas that he that opened up to get the big ga- explosion. So yeah, yeah, Luke just yeah, grabs it worked. But shit. let's talk about the that fight cool. at the, the bottom fight, of fight. the hole yeah. because uh, the, like 
Was I the only one that, for a brief moment, thought that Iron Fist's hand was playing Wu-Tang music? Yeah, you were the only one. We all were like, yeah, we like the music. And you're like, wait, is that coming from his Somebody backed me up because, like, it was literally like, he's, they're like, all right, let's do this. And he powers up the Iron Fist. And then in the same frame that the fist lights up, it's just like... Boom, Wu-Tang. <laughs> yes, that's the new power that the Iron Fist possesses, is that he plays Wu-Tang out of his fist. Yeah. Yes. I this think that should be an addition to his fist, just yes. like it plays Wu-Tang every time he brings it out. That would, would increase the show's likability. <laughs> yes. Times yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, it would be amazing. This is yeah. one of those things that I never knew that I wanted. And like, if you told me as a child listening to Wu-Tang and reading comic books that there would be a Defenders Netflix crossover series. And with the final fight, when they're all fighting together, kicking hand butt, you get Diary of a Chess, chess Boxer. Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, it was so good. It was so good. He was so happy. I mean, that, <laughs> well, you have to remember, like that music comes from, you know, it comes from the kung fu martial arts world all that stuff that they created for the wu-tang clan and all you know the 38 chambers and all that it's all from the movies that they watched so it's like it's perfect to see that synced up with like superhero fighting all those guys are comic book nerds it's just awesome. It's just so it awesome. It worked perfectly. It perfectly. Yeah, it did. The tempo yeah. was great. It was fun. It, was, it, made, was great. it made that fight a lot of fun. Yeah. And we could get into the specifics of the fight, but we don't have enough time. Um, I want to make sure we have time to go through yes. all 18,000 endings, endings that this show did. Mm. Um, just like, oh, God. Because oh, like, no. so, so the info that we got dropped, um, the mayor is going to cover this all up. It's a... Uh, it was un. It was like it was unauthorized construction yes. under the city. So uh, the DA is basically like Foggy tells Claire and Luke like it never happened. So basically, everyone in the government's willing to just like let this go. Yeah. Blame construction, poor construction, on why this entire building collapsed. Mm-hmm. Come on, it's a skyscraper that was how tall? Like, I know you're covering shit up, but people are a little bit smarter than that. Well, give them credit. They are, but I mean, no, there's I a lot agree. of stuff that I think people are dumb. Okay. There's a lot of stuff people that will people... believe what they want to believe. Yeah. And they yes. don't want. Yeah. They want to think that it was something just that rather yeah. than anything else. Well, that there, was, yeah. um, there's a lot of stuff that people like higher up, you know, politics, media that they can cover up without us even knowing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's true. That's not to say that we're dumb. Us, like <laughs> audience members, like you know, just us, but. Yeah. I don't know. I believe that. I don't... Um, we, we didn't talk about it, but Electra and Matt at the end. Yeah. That was that Well, I'll count sweet. that as one of the endings we have yes. to talk about. Is them, was like... Um, it was sweet. It was a great finish to their story mm-hmm. arc. And, like, again... And the like the fight we were, was incredible. Yeah. Was oh, so the, good. the choreography yeah. between those two is always really good, but this was next level. And the, like the dialogue I thought was really well written Mm -hmm. between them. Like everything that we built in season two, everything we've built in this series, um, it was a perfect end for them. And like, we, we were all really like, wait, are they, did they kill Daredevil? Yeah. And like the, the comic book nerd in me is like, no, of course they didn't, because like one, the production element in my brain is like they've already announced season three. Yeah. Um, so you know he's not dead. 
Um, but like, it's really just like, what are they going to do? Are they going to leave us with that cliffhanger? And I'm glad they didn't. That would have made me um, mad. We already talked about uh, Misty, uh, how she ends. Um, yes. Talked about Danny on the rooftop. Being like, I'm going to protect this city. With my iron yeah. fist. We get it, Danny. You have an iron fist. Shut up. Look, um, I really, But Jessica and Luke, I thought, had a really sweet, perfect oh. ending for those two. Yes! They're going to go get coffee. <laughs> no, Luke's like, oh, that that means some... I didn't hear a no. I did yeah, not I didn't hear, hear a no. See, I, I didn't did agree. not hear any no you didn't for hear that a coffee. Yes either. You didn't hear a yes. You didn't hear a no. He left Open that ended. door. Open... Cause you know they gotta Just have the, play they gotta have that baby someday. Yeah. Um, I mean, here's the thing: She's when work they her alcoholism first. when they well, here's the thing in Alias when they first She'll start help. hooking up, like Luke is cheating yeah. on his wife with Jessica. Yeah, yes, this is true. Um, so there is it wouldn't yeah it wouldn't be out of the question uh, for that to happen. But um, all right, let's. Let's talk about the because uh, we got I, we got to make sure that we have time to discuss um, that the way it ended with Daredevil, like where it, Matt is left. He's in the the convent that he was uh, raised in as a as a boy. Mm-hmm. We're assuming. We're I mean, it looks like the same set. It, yeah, like it yeah. could be a different one technically, but like it's the same set. Yeah. Um, and he calls and they, and he's, as he's waking up, the, the nun that's there says, go get Maggie. And it's just like, boom, Easter egg drop. Here's, here's what season three is going to be, nerds. Uh, Nate, do you want to walk us through this? Cause you were, uh. The one I think most uh, excited by this. Yeah, I mean, this is this is the series. This is the run. It's called Born Again. Is the run that it kind of just like redefined Daredevil. Um, I mean, it's Frank Miller, who's one of my favorite writers. But it's just like what he did with Batman. Uh, it it brought a lot more darkness to Daredevil, even though there was a lot already. Um, but it definitely it brought the tone way darker. I think it's got a lot more serious. You got uh, this is where you. The the thing that makes it interesting is that within this run is where you got characters like Stick and you got uh, the Chaste and you got Elektra and more story with Elektra. So having a lot of this stuff already established um, is interesting because there's definitely certain things that they can still do with the story, but a lot of it has either already happened or because of characters like Ben, who's dead, have to happen differently. Yeah, well, um, I think they're going to use because Ben Ben York is a big part of that in reporting and like, mm-hmm. uh, but I think Karen is basically but that's filling the other thing that too. role. Karen is a completely different character. I mean, at this point in the books, and I think, but I think in, ter- she in terms could, of the Born Again run, yeah, I think she could fulfill a very similar role to what she did, where she becomes part of the thing that's like is used against Matt Murdock, uh-huh. but also fills that Ben Yurick reporter. Uh-huh part mm-hmm. of the story yeah. and, and like all the ingredients are there for Netflix yes. like they've been building towards this because the Kingpin is like like Wilson Fisk is very likely to get Wilson Fisk is a big part of that storyline but the thing is yeah but the big thing with that storyline is that it's also like it's the it deals with like the outing of of Matt and who he is but also it deals with the outing of Kingpin and who he yeah. is and ruining his public um, you know, image, which has already happened. Yeah, and like, so, so there are all these pieces, and, but I think that now it's like for season three for Matt, like I think it's the best time. Oh yeah, it's the perfect time to have to out him as Daredevil publicly. Mm-hmm. And so if you go with this, like Wilson Fisk getting out of prison, 
making a fake, like, using his money to create a fake Daredevil to discredit his enemy, where he's, like, being violent and killing people on the streets, and then Daredevil has to go stop this anti-Daredevil. Um, is re- I think it per- fits perfectly with what season three could be. Yeah. Um, the story involves Wilson Fisk hiring uh, Nuke, the character from the books um, as his like uh, one of his like lackeys and like people to go after Daredevil. Nuke has already been established as Will Simpson from Jessica Jones season one. He's just out in the world with these crazy go pills. So the ingredients are all there. So I think born again. I mean, also, too, I think it'd be a perfect place to introduce us to like a bullseye character, which I think is something that's pretty lacking in terms of the Daredevil mythos that they've already created, because he needs something who's not not necessarily an equal, but someone that he can fight that is like equally skilled as him that he can you know lose to sometimes. Maybe um, Bullseye is the big one that we haven't gotten to, yeah, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure what that story does unless it's like part. He's just part of like a bigger plot from Wilson Fisk or something. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's why I would. Assuming they do go the discredit Daredevil, fake Daredevil thing, I think he would fit in that role perfectly if he's the one who finds the jump around the city and do bad things to make him look bad if they go down that route. The other thing that's cool, too, is because, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's confirmed Gal is alive. We don't see her dead, so I'm yeah. pretty yeah, sure no, she gets away. Nobody, no um, and they mm-hmm. also, I'm assuming they got away with some of their dragon juice. Um, there's no A way little they bit, get enough. They, 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 they were harvesting it already. Yeah. So I'm, you know... She's basically in control of the hand alone mm-hmm. now. Yeah. So I'm curious to see what's going to happen with that. And if, you know, especially if Electra's alive, is she still going to take her claim as control of the hand? Are we still going to see a Shadowland at the conclusion of Daredevil season three where the or even back or something, Daredevil. Yeah, something like that? So there's a lot that can happen. I'm definitely excited. You know, Daredevil has consistently been my favorite of the bunch just because it's i don't know it's it's just really good and the fighting is great and there's just a lot of really great elements to it so they've they've set up a lot with this i'm happy to see yeah the other big thing is that maggie um most is very likely referring to uh matt murdoch's mother mm-hmm. um who is named maggie Mm-hmm. Uh, and it seems unlikely that they would like shout out a random other Maggie's name as the closer for the Defenders series. Um, People so... in the chat are saying Gao is dead. Um, I know mm, that she was. I, I mean, she was that. there in the explosion with all the stuff coming down. Yeah, but nobody. But yeah. no, Mar- I don't know. Back. Marvel rules: if there's no body, uh, they can easily come back, yeah. and we don't see we have we don't see Gao's dead body on screen. Um, I'm willing to believe that Gao is is in play at the very least. Okay. Um, but I'm yeah. really excited to see what they do as they go forward with these characters. Um, what we're gonna see from them. Uh, we've only got about two more minutes here, guys. So any final thoughts on The Defenders? I'm going to ask this question because I've seen it a few times in the chat. What Do you, do you think they built up a father-son relationship between Matt and Danny? Mm, inspirational, like... Uh, yeah, I think like it's more like a... Exactly. He's like not a, old. I don't think that they... Yeah. They didn't... I mean, I know they played Danny Young, but essentially he's really not in The Defenders, in our show at least. So, I mean... I wouldn't say father son by any means. They seem too close. 
No, it's more in age, yeah. more like mentor or like older brother mm-hmm. or uncle or, even or just something like of something that. that he aspires to yeah. be. But yeah. with, but Super really inspired. quick, but like your you, I want to know what your guys' highlights are from Defenders. Just that last scene where they're, you know, when Danny powers up with his fists and they really start, you know, comboing each other, like the enemies and stuff, and they were really fighting together. Mm-hmm. For me, with the with the Wu Tang, it was just like this is. This is when they announced that they were doing Daredevil and they were going to do these other four series and then they were going to all meet up for Defenders. This is this that moment was was what I was waiting for and I feel satisfied. So. Yeah. Candace, yeah. what about you? Going off of that, loved the fun, like the finale and seeing all these characters finally come together and fight as one, mm-hmm. um, as a unified group. But also I really did enjoy uh the humanizing aspect that they really brought heavily to the show of like stuff that we talked about with like the uh, with the the PD and then also like with the Electra and Matt like tango at the end mm-hmm. the dance between them there's a lot of like romanticizing with all of that so I just loved the different character arcs that we had throughout outside of just the fighting and the typical like I'm going to beat you up and kill everybody off I feel like there yeah. was so much more depth to the eight episodes and they really gave us a lot to kind of sporadically add out throughout the entire eight so yeah for me i love the moments in between so mm-hmm. in between them fighting those are the ones that really connected them to each other jessica talking to Matt about his dad and luke and danny just bonding together those are what made them work together because it's one thing to just come together and pretend like you're all fighting as a team but those moments in between really do mean something and then also just bringing in the supporting characters yeah, in uh, and, and making that feel so normal and not forced at all. Yeah, mm-hmm. really I think it was. Worked, I yeah. think the a lot of the supporting characters, the way that they were written, mm-hmm. was really the highlight in a lot of cases. Like the fighting and stuff, that was all re- all re- always cool. But mm-hmm. the the way that Trish the and everyone and got involved, yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. banter and they from used, all the characters, that was, was that's so another great. really good point too. Yeah. That they and, were able to bring in the side characters without making it feel like they were just shoehorning them in. Yeah. yeah, and uh, if I yeah. could just uh, add my little highlight real quick. Yeah, is that part? Um, the whole uh, I believe his name is Sawande mm-hmm. interrogation yes. scene, and after they uh, de- like decapitate him, and the, the, the defenders kind of turn on each other. I thought that was very interesting to see. Yeah, like it was a very dark point in their history, I guess, and their like short history. Mm-hmm. Um, I just it was really nice seeing Daredevil go up against Iron Fist, or Iron Fist is going up against all three of them. It was yeah. really fun. Yeah, yeah. and, and we want to know what your guys' favorite moments were. What did you love? What, uh, what, like, what were your all-time favorite moments seeing these four characters and like the different pieces throughout the Defenders? <laughs> Let us know in the comments below on YouTube. Or set it to, or hit so with the comment uh, with a uh, review on iTunes. I know where the show is like we're finishing out the show, but those comments and those reviews help other people find this series. So hit the thumbs up, hit us with a five star rating. We really want to know what you guys think. We will be seeing those reviews and commenting back, and you can keep the conversation going with us all the time on uh, Twitter and Instagram. You can find me, Zach Wilson. All over the internet at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N, and also on a bunch of shows here at Afterbuzz. Stick around; uh, there's so much more to come when uh, Punisher comes out later this year. <laughs> Amy, put yourself over. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter and Instagram at amycassandra underscore TV and amycassandra.com. Here, lots of different shows, but the first one is Wednesday, American Ninja Warrior.
Yeah. Yes. Thanks so much for joining in, guys. Again, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Please keep the conversation going with me. Let me know your thoughts at Candice R. Cruz. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, guys. It's been really fun. Unfortunately, it feels like it's gone so by short? so fast. Yeah. So fast. Yeah. Uh, you can find me on all social media at Dog Like Nate. My name is Nate Miller. Feel free to tweet me. We can talk about complex stuff, gaming stuff anytime. And I do a couple of shows here. You can see me around. All right, guys, this has been the Defenders After Show on AfterBuzz TV. Thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After Shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.